to Avengers in ESL Podcast, a podcast for K-12 ESL teachers who want to learn strategies and tips for planning for their English language learners. I am Millie, and I will be your host on this ESL adventure. I am Millie and I am your host of My Adventures in ESL podcast. This is a podcast for K-12 teachers to come and learn strategies and tips on how you can structure your classroom, provide engaging instruction, and how to support your language learners. I want to first thank each and last one of you all for listening to today's podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, I want to celebrate our wins. So this week, a huge win for me personally was that I finally got some downtime. I was on fall break. (laughs) So I looked at some of my favorite TV shows. I relaxed. I actually got some things done for my Teacher Pay Teacher store, My Adventures in ESL. So that was really, really exciting for me. I hope that you have a fall break or some type of downtime coming up soon. I know that we all need it. In today's podcast, this is a podcast today. I'm going to be talking about my reflection so far, the first half of the school year. We are heading into Thanksgiving, um, so I have quite a few reflections how I'm adjusting. And then, of course, I'm going to do a follow-up for you to let you all know how everything went on how I adjusted. So if you have a win, and just want you to know before I dig into this podcast, to please share those wins with me at Millie at MyAdventuresInESL.com. And remember, it doesn't have to be some elaborate win. A win is a win. I want to hear about those. Our community wants to hear about those. So please share those. I know this year has been for me an absolute roller coaster so far. <laughs> Many of you have had to adapt and change your teaching practices this school year. I know I've had some days where I have been angry, I have been frustrated, I have been overwhelmed, and I've also had some days where I've just been lit up with joy and pride of the work that my students have been doing. I know you all also are going through some of these same emotions that I am going through. And all of these mixture of emotions, having a a day that's a wonderful and a down day, I mean, it can be really draining. I know for me, it's extremely draining. And my struggles are like so many other teachers. I'm having students that are not turning in their assignments. I'm having my newcomers who just not understanding what's going on with some of their assignments in their classroom. And we're all struggling in how to support these students in this new virtual learning environment, or even some of you teachers who are in person, or some of you all are teaching hybrid. So this can be a really, really big struggle. I was recently at a breaking point. It was after one of my morning classes and my students were just not turning in assignments. I've explained it to them at this point. I know more than 10 times how to submit an assignment. And even more, I was met with silence after trying to encourage them, after trying to get some engagement in my classroom. It was just this awkward silence. And 
I was at the point where I was like, I don't know if I can take this anymore. <laughs> like, what am I doing wrong? I am frustrated. I just don't know what else to do. In this moment, I felt like I was just talking to myself every single day. I reached out for help and the people, my coaches at my school, they gave me some amazing suggestions that I tried. I was just still at loss, even after those suggestions. What in the world can I do to help my students? It was just this naggy feeling that I just was not helping them. Like I just didn't know what else to do to help them. And I know that I tried, I felt like in the moment, like I'm trying everything I can that I can think of that will work. And the students just, not all of them, but just some of them just weren't turning in their assignments and they're just not engaging in the class like I would like them to, how I visualized that they would. And that was when I reached, like I said, my breaking point. I was tired. Like I said, I was frustrated. And... I was in class and I've been talking to myself for 45 minutes at this point, not getting much of a response, not getting much of any engagement. Students, my students weren't turning in their work for their class period, just silent. I finally, they were sitting in silence and it was the last minute or two of class and I just stopped talking and we just both sat there, me and my students, we just sat there in silence until it was time to go to the next class. And the ones that had their cameras on, <laughs> you should have seen their faces. But, but I felt like in the moment, that was something that I needed to do. And thinking back, I needed that one minute of silence for the remaining of that class period to collect myself, collect my thoughts, collect my next step. And I also, I really believe looking back on that, that they maybe needed that silence as well to catch up to what they were doing, get their thoughts together as well. And I wish that I can sit here and say that the days after that got magically better, but there were a lot of light and light bulb moments after that moment of silence I took with the kids. And let me take a moment to share those with you. The first thing I realized after having that time, that silence with them, was that I needed to have even more patience with my students this school year. Still, even though I was saying, yes, it's different, but I felt like I was operating on how things were before. And I'm realizing now that I just need to be even more patient with them. I realized this, a lot of the students' internet may be slower than mine. A lot of the students may just need time to process how to get to the assignments. I was getting really frustrating about that, but I've realized that this is a completely new normal that we're operating in. And I need to have grace, I need to have patience with them. Also, I mentioned earlier this huge struggle about them turning in assignments. One of the biggest assignments that I was struggling with them turning in, which is something I do with them every morning, was the paragraph builder assignment. I mentioned that on the last episode, just a friendly reminder, you can get that for free. I noticed though, that when I was having them build this paragraph, so each day is a small little step that they have to do, just little baby steps to having this ideal paragraph at the end of the week. I noticed that my newcomers were struggling and some of my intermediate, but mostly my newcomers were struggling turning this assignment in and completing this task. I had blank pages from them every single week. And then I had my light bulb moment <laughs> came when I realized that 
they really need more scaffolding on this assignment. Now, if I was in person with them, I can definitely provide anchor charts and this is what I was planning on doing, uh, visuals for them to see while they're completing the assignment. But I realized that these blank pages are telling me something, just like that silence told me something. And it's telling me that there's a disconnect, like there's something, I went back and I counted and I'm like, okay, majority of them are not turning this assignment in, it's something going on. And so I, like I said, I had that light bulb moment and I realized that me explaining something 10, 15, 20 times is not scaffolding it for them. <laughs> and I had to get that out of my head. I was stuck on, I've explained this 20 times. Why do you all, what am I missing? I'm, I'm showing you. And I realized I'm equating me saying something to them as a scaffold and it's not. That's when I had my own light bulb moment. And I looked and I was like, okay, like I said, me telling them this is not a scaffold. So Millicent, what do you need to be doing right now? So I had to take a step back and ask myself, what do I need to be doing? And I realized, just like I said in the last episode, this <laughs> is that I needed to have a rubric. So if my students are a level one or a level two is an example, then I need to be looking at their rubric and I need to be saying, okay, this is where they are or this is where they were. What do I need to be doing? What scaffolds do I need to be putting in place to get them up to the next level? So for example, if they're a level one, what scaffolds can I put in place to get them to a level two? So I was giving them, they may be a level one and I'm giving them a level six assignment but I'm not providing the steps. I'm not providing those scaffolds in the middle to fill in. And I realized I wasn't doing that. And that's why I realized that my students that were uh, level three and a level four in writing, those steps were already kind of embedded already in the assignment. So they were doing pretty good with the assignment. But my newcomers, I wasn't putting those scaffolds in. And so I then decided, okay, so what do you need to do? <laughs> what are they asking you to do? So then I went back, added those scaffolds, and just, I cannot wait to tell you all how that's going to work out because tomorrow, that's when I actually try it out in the classroom. I am really confident though that this is going to work. Like I can feel it <laughs> that this is going to work. I'm going to, just to share what I'm going to do, is that I noticed, and this is something all of my students are stuck on. So I need to provide a scaffold for all of them in regards to them brainstorming because the first day is a brainstorming day. So one of the things that I'm going to do is that I'm going to have do a Nearpod brainstorming session. I'm just going to get some sticky notes and put them on our Nearpod lesson and just have the whole class brainstorm and then go back to that graphic organizer and have them write it down. So I noticed that was another thing that I had like a moment because I noticed, like I said, all of my students were stuck on that day one. It was taking them forever to brainstorm. And I'm like, okay, maybe I need to add a scaffold. I need to model. I need to show them how to brainstorm. I need to add some sentence uh, frames for brainstorming. I need to kind of scaffold that step for them because there's something is not happening. So I need to make sure that I scaffold that step. So I said all that to say <laughs> that if you were like me and you were saying, look, I'm saying it over and over and over again, think about like, okay, but am I adding the scaffolding? Am I adding the steps that the students need? My third struggle that I had was building relationships with the students. That is really one of my core values as an educator is taking the time to build relationships. 
And luckily, I have a lot of the same students that I had last year. But on the flip side, I do have some new ones that don't know who I am. And so this school year, I need to realize that. And I need to know that they are going to need me supporting them more than ever. They're going to need more of that. And I need to be very patient with that process. I can't be in person with them. However, I do need to be more intentional about how I am building relationships with them throughout the school year. That needs to be on the forefront of my mind as I'm doing it. And one of the ways that I'm going to work through this is planning in-class activities. They love like uh, this or that type of activities, playing more games with them. I do a really great job of doing daily check-ins with them where they just basically tell me how they are. So I do really good and I really good about checking it afterwards to see if there's somebody who said, hey, Miss Williams, I'm struggling for today. Can you, can you talk to me? Can you call me? And also connecting with the students' families. I'm going to have to be, that was another great piece of advice my coach gave me. She's saying like, you know, reach out to the families, do a virtual event. So that's one of the things that we are going to be working on. And I can't wait to share all of that with you once I implement those strategies and those tips. So I want to just recap and just go over everything with you that I said, sum it up so you can just learn from some of my mistakes. So there's nothing like <laughs> listening to other people's struggles, mistakes, and then saying, you know what, I may be going through the same thing. Let me try some of those suggestions. So one of the things that I want to first and foremost encourage you to do is embrace the silence. If you are needing a moment of just silence, just take it. <laughs> It's going to tell you a lot about what your students need. And when I did that, it clicked to me that I need to be providing patience. I need to be providing grace. Of course, we all need patience and grace as well as teachers, but I need to be extending that to my students as well. I also want to encourage you to think about your assignments. Are you, do they need some more scaffolds? Do they need some more support, supports in this virtual learning environment? And if so, get really creative on how you can add those for your students. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm going to add a Nearpod a scaffold and support for my students to help them with their brainstorming. The third thing is really prioritize building relationships with your students. This is going to help you in creating a safe space for your language learners where they can come talk to you, share their struggles, share what's exactly going on with them. And so here are your next steps because I always want to give you some next steps. My next step for you is really simple. I just want you to reflect just like I did on your school year so far. And what are some of your struggles and how are you going to improve on those or adjust those for the remaining of the school year? I really hope you enjoyed my live reflecting session. <laughs> and Please share with me some of the things that you are doing to adjust to the school year. Once again, thank you for stopping by. I hope you have a fantastic week and I will see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for joining me this week on Adventures in ESL. Make sure to visit my website, myadventuresinesl.com for some freebies and special gifts. You can also subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, I appreciate it if you provide a rating on iTunes so more ESL teachers can learn strategies and tips. Thank you so much for tuning in today, 
And remember to stay positive and always have high expectations for your English language learners. See you soon.